Hello, I'm Pete Can, laughter leader, positive thinker, and entrepreneur. And you're listening to Laughter and Positivity with Pete, where each week I'll bring you tips and tricks to lead a happier, more positive life. Ready? Let's go. Today, I'm talking to Bianca Spears, who is an empowerment coach and laughter leader. Uh, her motto is she can create or oh, you can create anything. She's passionate about helping people to better understand the systems and tools available within them and around them, including their bodies, their minds, energy, emotions, and intuition, so that they can design and have the lives and business they dream of. Bianca, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to connect and dive into this conversation because, yeah, we've recently connected and I'm just like, Yes, we're vibing on the same level as we've just been saying off air. Um, so, yeah, thanks for having me. No worries. Perfect. So, so just let, let's start with empowerment coaching. What, 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 what does empowerment coach mean? Well, it's one of those wanky kind of terms, if I can use that kind of language. <laughs> um, but for me, <laughs> you need to choose a title, right? No, for me, empowerment coaching really is about empowering people through helping them to understand, like you just mentioned, the systems that they have within them and around them. Uh, so, you know, law of attraction, how manifestation works, how their mind works, how their emotions work, how their energy works, so that they can actually use these things that we're dealing with and working with every single day. Why is this not in schools? I don't know. Um to really maximize their life. So create businesses that they love, create the lifestyles and relationships and the money that they love. Um, and it's very simple um, to be able to do what we want to do, uh, but our minds make it so complicated sometimes. So the empowerment piece for me is helping people to really understand those systems so they know how to utilize them to their advantage rather than the the things going on, like their minds running the show without them really knowing why or how or what's going on perfect okay so and 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 part of that when you just mentioned about um the law of attraction um are you do you want to just just expand a little bit on law of attraction because i think that's a very important fact yeah cool it's really funny when that fell out of my mouth because i never use those words to describe what i do i usually say manifestation or things like that so uh i guess in simple terms um we're attracting what we put out into the world. So everything is energy. Um, Every little cell in everything that exists is energy Um, when you break it down to an atomic level. So when we're vibrating at a high level, um, we are attracting in things at that same vibrational frequency. So you might be like, what's a high level? So uh, if you think about when you're really excited, when you're really feeling good about life some people say like and buzzing uh because you're literally vibrating at a very high frequency and if you think about when you're upset or down about something or angry or frustrated you feel very heavy because literally the energetic waves are moving very very slowly (laughs) so uh yeah it's basically just Plain old physics. I used to hate uh, science at school. Absolutely did not want to be part of it. Opted out everywhere I could. And now I'm like, this is amazing because it's applicable to our lives and how we can create results in it. 
So there's the energetic level. There's also things that, that are going on in the back of our minds. I don't want to hijack the whole conversation with exactly how we're creating, um, but we're, we're living through filters in our minds as well that we can either lock on to as a polar opposite example. We can lock on to the negative and go, oh, my God, this happened and then that happened and it's all so bad, or we can lock on to the opportunities and the positive things and the lessons uh, in our lives and so um, attract more of that. Uh, I mean, on the on that level, it's like purely just what we're focused on. It's not like there's no negative in our life, but it's like we're focused on the positive so we see more opportunities and we see more of the good, and that's the way our lives kind of are themed and roll, if that makes sense. Completely. It makes massive sense to me. Massive sense. I, I like you said about buzzing. I, I, I also liken it to being in a flow state, and 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 that's – you know, when when you're in flow, everything you touch is turns to gold, doesn't it? It's just it's it's a beautiful beautiful feeling, and um, and that's sort of I suppose where like for me the laughter side of things because laughter does put me into a flow state, and that's sort of would be really interesting to sort of touch on that a bit as well. Actually, I know obviously this is all going to it's predominantly about a laughter, but but how how do you find laughter helps you? Oh, countless ways. So. I guess some of the biggest ways I use laughter in my daily life, um, moving through negative emotion, I help it, uh, I find it helps a lot, especially I'm someone who goes from like totally chilled to like enraged. There's like not much middle ground for me. <laughs> so I find it really helpful in times like that where I'm angry, where I'm a bit frustrated with things or someone's done something where I'm like, I just can't get my head around it. I'm like, why would you do that? Like it's it's let me down or whatever the situation is, um, I just switch on and I go, okay, I can choose to be angry, I can choose to hold on, I can choose to let go and laugh, right? So that's where I go, okay, I want to let go, I want to laugh. Um, I guess I want to highlight here that it's also really important for us to feel all of our emotions. Um, I don't, I, I know a lot of people go, oh, you're the laughter lady and you're always so positive and you're happy and all that kind of thing. Yeah, for the majority of the time I am, but it is really important for us to feel and check in with our emotions. And a lot of the work I do in my coaching and programs that I've run and things like that is about that and diving into, I guess, the shadow or the negative side of things or whatever you want to call it, uh, the ego, and really being uh, conscious about what's going on on the whole, like what's available in, in the, you know, our soul's higher purpose and, and all of that amazing stuff, but also what's going on, like what stories are you telling yourself? What tripwires are you setting up for yourself? Uh, what's, what's making you feel like bad if you're feeling bad or guilty or frustrated? Like what's going on there and actually exploring that? I'm huge on exploring. Um, exploring that and understanding that then you can move through it. Not just ignoring it and pushing it away and going, ha, I'm going to laugh and just that'll hopefully go away because it'll just scream louder. Um, so that's one of the biggest ways that I use laughter in my life. Um, I also use it around like within my coaching and programs and one-to-one. -one, I use it for the manifestation yeah. side of things, for vibing really high and like you say, it gets you into a flow state. It opens up creativity. It literally like gets your brain functioning in a totally different way. Um, 
so there's some of the ways that I like to use laughter myself and I guess how it ties into the flow state and manifestation. So you, so you mentioned mentioned the creativity side of things and that, that was something that I put my finger on quite early when I started doing the laughter side because being a business owner as well, I, so I, I, I do write sort of articles, I write content and, and what I was finding is I would laugh, uh, do a 10-minute laughing session in the morning and then the key I'd just be like that and it was just it, it just naturally came exactly it just it's just these beautiful ideas and I'm just like wow this is like such a powerful tool that we've all got within us that I just and I suppose that's where the passion for the laughter side of things comes because actually everybody should have this like no be able to tap into this really so um when when was when, when did you sort of first discover laughter uh, so I first discovered laughter as a tool about 10 years ago. I did a laughter yoga session as part of like a team bonding thing at, at my workplace. Um, and I just thought it was the best thing ever. We were like riding our laughter motorbikes around and I was like, sign me up. So I actually signed up then there basically to become a laughter leader. I actually, I did get really, really sick with dengue fever uh, and was bedridden and couldn't actually attend that. Uh, and then when I moved to Sydney about six, seven years ago, um, I really took that as an opportunity to go, what do I want to do with my life? So I started going, okay, what courses do I want to do? What do I want to focus on? What kind of business might I want to create? And the laughter yoga came back up for me. Uh, and since then I've trained in the laughter yoga. Um, I've done a thing called laugh gnosis, which was combining, uh, conversational hypnotherapy like neuro-linguistic programming and uh, laughter to help people so it was for coaches and counsellors and people like that to really help people break through and uh, move through things and get really great results in their life and that was like for me that was like the thing that sewed uh, my two worlds together because I was running a coaching business I've done a few laughter videos and my laughter on YouTube had been taking off and I was like, well, that's great, but I'm kind of over here doing my coaching thing. Um, so that really stitched it together for me. And since then I've done laughter wellness and I'm now training in a thing called quantum play, um, all kinds of different things to yeah, bring laughter and play and movement and all the fun stuff in because it really doesn't have to be hard to solve problems and move through <laughs> exactly it's so true it's so true so so um how would you say sort of laughter has enhanced your life just just sort of from those, those 10 years from the beginning obviously you mentioned the dengue fever that 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 do you want to touch on that quickly actually because that's quite a um that's a that's a story that's a well there's not much of a story to tell I definitely learned a lot through that I was about 21 or 22 and I was walking like I was an 80 year old woman in the hospital because I just physically could not move faster than that um, so dengue fever if you don't if you've never heard of it it's a mosquito-borne um, disease I don't know if that's the right word I guess so um, and it really um, it can be called breakbone fever because people can get mega headaches and mega aches in their bones. Thankfully, I didn't have any of that. Um, but what I did have was a huge amount of exhaustion. Like I was sleeping about 16 hours a day. Um, and it was just really, it was really insightful to see like even someone who's young and healthy and, and whatever can be struck down so quickly. Um, 
and so immobilized um, by something so small. Um, so yeah. You, did, we, so you said from a mosquito, uh, but so I've, I've travelled Australia and there wasn't many mossies in Australia, I don't remember, but did, was this whilst you were travelling as well? or No, so I was up in Cairns, which is tropical, so it is seasonal up there. Um, since then, they've actually done some amazing things to eradicate dengue, like they basically have started to breed it out of mosquitoes, which is just phenomenal. Um, but, yeah, it is something that's kind of common, but not that common if you get what I mean like when you live in an area like that it's like you're used to cyclones coming through and you're used to there being mosquitoes around so people don't take it that seriously like you're not wearing mosquito repellent every single day um and my housemate had had it before me and I kind of joke sometimes because I I, she had it and we're in the same house so I was wearing repellent and a, a lot of things and I used to go out partying a lot at that time and drinking and I was like, the one weekend where I didn't go out drinking, my blood was not poisonous. And then the mosquitoes got me and I went down with them. Not advocating drinking as a solution, by the way, but that's, uh, that's what I always joked about. Um, but you asked before how laughter's helped me in my life. And I think one of the biggest uh, things that laughter did help me with was when I started my coaching business. And, you know, as an entrepreneur, I don't know what your journey's been like, but it can be really, really, really hard when you first start out um, and you're in the deep end and I'm like starting this online business. I know basically nothing about online stuff except these few courses that I've done and I'm trying to make it work and I'm trying to earn money and it's supposed to be my passion business, but I basically end up hating it and I'm highly anxious because I'm financially screwed and uh, I got very, very anxious and very um like for the first time in my life and possibly also I'll give a disclaimer might have been tied into the fact that I'd come off the birth control pill that I'd been on for 13 years ladies watch out when you come off that if you do come off that uh it can mess with your hormones and your emotions of course um and yeah it was one of the first times ever in my life that I can even think of that I just really just didn't give a crap I just wanted to give up I just wanted it to be over like I didn't want to die but I just wanted the hardship that I was going through to be done like I was just like this is so hard and I'm struggling and I'm going to the supermarket and I can't even afford what's in my basket and this sucks like and I started to use laughter then as a daily practice because I trained in the laughter yoga I knew through coaching and things that I'd done that I had to change my physical state in order to feel good. So laughter and exercise, I needed to get moving and get those endorphins and things running in my body. And uh, that really shifted things for me. Um, and I remember starting a seven-day challenge and I'd posted it online to kind of hold myself accountable to doing it for myself. And not many people know this. Some people still use it, use the challenge. And um yeah, I just did laughter yoga every day. Um, and, yeah, then other people started to really like it and other people got a lot from it. And I, yeah, managed to shift and change my mindset and my emotions and the way that I was experiencing life through that. So that was kind of my saviour at that time. And, yeah, as I say, I've learned a lot more about laughter since then and just it just keeps blowing my mind basically all the stuff that I learn and I'm like, oh, we can use it like this and we can rewire our brain and we can change our habits and so many cool things. 
Perfect. So, so you mentioned there as well about um, you incorporated it into a seven day challenge. Um, do you what daily habits do you have now? Um, where it doesn't have to just be laughter. There's other ha- habits. You know, what 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 is your? Do you have like a morning routine or an evening routine? Is there anything that you you? Ha- yeah. Yeah. um, A very basic thing for me is like get outside every day. So it doesn't matter what time of day it is, but I find being an entrepreneur working at home, I can become very insular and being outside is something that just gets my creative juices flowing. You were mentioning before that you're out for a run thinking about this very podcast and you're like thinking about ideas and and things just come to you, I think, when you're out in nature. Um, So that's a big thing for me daily. At the moment, I'm going through um, an interesting program. (laughs) It's called Centrally Embodied Woman. And so it's about full expression. So there is the sensual and sexual aspects to it. But honestly, part of our daily morning ritual that I'm doing at the moment is to do what she calls completing the stress cycle. So we're doing things like we have a choice of six things each morning for that. Uh, And some of them are like literally uh, kicking and and screaming no, screaming into your hand or into a pillow, punching a pillow, throwing a tantrum or just going wild. like. And these things are are things that people would be like, like, why are you doing that? And like, oh, what, what, what sense would that make? And it's all about repression like I was talking about before there there are emotions that we're not fully expressing and people come into laughter sessions quite often and go I haven't laughed like that for so long and they feel such a release Uh, and there's so many things as adults that we're not allowed to do we're not not supposed to cry we're not supposed to laugh we're not supposed to scream or definitely not punch things right not supposed to throw a tantrum Um, so that's something that I'm doing at the moment daily Uh, it's not something I've been doing for long I've been in this program for about 10 days or so. Um, But that's really interesting as well to kind of explore that side of things where it's like, yeah, where's this expression or like where what have I been suppressing that I could just let out with a tantrum because kids get over it, right? They have a tantrum and then that's done because they've completed it, whereas we're used to as adults bottling it. So, yeah, that's something that I'm doing um, I'm doing daily at the moment that's really interesting and really relieving. Nice, nice. And it's also, um, you, you briefly touched again on there when you said about um, people that have done the laughter um, sessions as well, that have come up to you and go, they haven't laughed this much for a, a long time. They can't remember. And, and I'm quite keen to hear stories that maybe have sort of, embedded so yeah stayed in your head from when you've done a laughter session where someone's come up to you and they've said whatever it is and and I'd love you to share a couple of those yeah um I've ha- I had I've had some really interesting ones lately so uh about two weeks ago I was invited to run a laughter session it was like literally on the day like I'd been introduced through Facebook this is why I love online so much one of my friends in LA or oh, he's not in LA so it doesn't really matter he introduced me to a friend and was like, hey, she's looking for someone who does laughter yoga. He and I had run a workshop together and I'd done the laughter in that so he knew what I was like at facilitating and everything. And basically she was running a women's retreat. They'd done a six-month six women's program. They were now doing the online because of the lockdown uh, online retreat. 
And she's like, look, they've had a really heavy day. They've been going, working through a lot of stuff. And I just think we need some laughter tonight to kind of just shift things and, and end on a lighter note, right? So I didn't know much about this group. I didn't know much about the program, but I kind of picked up a few little pieces, went in, uh, ran the session fairly intuitively, I guess. I'd planned it, but I was like really winging it as far as I don't know what these women have been doing all day long except that it's heavy and deep. Um, And the people coming through that um, had a really interesting experience because I've never run a laughter session in that kind of context before. Uh, And so... What was coming up for them, some of them realised trauma that they had around laughter, Um, like someone, for example, was being tickled by a sibling as uh, when they were young and so they realised that they first, when they started to laugh, got really angry because they wanted, like, they were kind of triggering that memory. I'm assuming these women had done a lot of childhood stuff in that day. Um, Another lady had another another thing that she brought up about laughter. and a past experience with laughter where she felt restricted and kind of like she didn't want to laugh because of that past experience. But the other thing that happened was um, because they'd done a lot of work and they were kind of, I guess, their minds were switched on to stories and triggers and childhood stuff and whatever, uh, one lady said she brought up a lot of things and just kind of laughed them out like she kind of just had all these realizations of stuff that was holding her back and kind of while while we were laughing and doing whatever exercise we were doing was kind of like oh my god what a realization and like kind of letting it go realizing it and letting it go realizing it and letting it go um so that was a really I guess unique session and one that really stood out in my mind and something that I kind of went oh I'd love to do more of this because obviously it's a bit of a unlikely scenario, I guess. Most people wouldn't go, oh, let's do heaps of heavy work and then just, let's just laugh at the end of the day. So what would you say to anybody um, that doesn't, like, looks at laughter and just goes, mm, it's not for me. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. It's too woo-woo. It's too wacky. Uh, well, what I say at the start of a lot of my sessions is choosing to laugh is as simple as choosing to breathe in and out. <laughs> it's just breathing with joyful sound effects. That's it. Um, and I think a big thing in my work and what a lot of people come back to me and say, oh, I really remembered from our session that you said we can choose to laugh. Right, because I often say you can choose to cry, you can choose to throw a tantrum, you can choose to hold on and, and hold resentment and whatever, or you can choose to laugh. Uh, and that really sticks with people and, and choice is a big part of everything that I do. Um, and now I feel like I've raved on and forgotten your question. <laughs> so so what would you yeah, what would you say to somebody that was like just don't don't, don't get the- Yeah, choice. Um, it's really about choosing. So you can choose to be weird, be awkward about laughter, or you can choose to just do it. You know how to do it. If I asked you to go for a walk, you know how to walk. You know how to laugh, right? So I think it's just uh, empowering people in that choice. It's like where you can choose to be like, oh, I can't laugh, it's weird, or you can choose to do it and engage with it and and go on that journey. And, And, again, it's just breathing. Like, that's it. Perfect. Perfect. So, so this is, uh, I think, an ideal opportunity to um, 
do a couple of exercises, I reckon, Bianca. So um, do you want to just run two exercises, two of your faves? Yes, cool. So I was thinking about this ahead of the session because I knew that we were going to be doing this. So one of my favourites is a really, really playful one um, from laughter yoga. So if you've never done a laughter exercise before, don't worry, they're not always this crazy, but I'm going to get up and do it. It's a Tarzan laughter. So what we do is we grab onto the vine on one side we're going to swing across on the vine doing our best Tarzan noise and we're going to laugh on the other side. So I'll demonstrate first. <laughs> All right, let's do it together. Ready? Go. <laughs> that's so simple it's so simple, so simple, so simple. <laughs> um, the other one that I love to do uh, I think one of my favorite things to do through a session and it's better if it's kind of mid-session so if you're laughing a bit is to kind of juxtapose and, and bring up something stressful or annoying or frustrating uh, and and then choose to act it out and laugh our way through it and I've found some really, really amazing results with this with clients as well, where we've acted out, you know, having a wet bathroom mat on the floor that she was like, I pick it up like three to five times a day. And so we acted it out in our group and we laughed about it. And we did it like we acted it out about three times. And she messaged me about a week later and she was like, Just so you know, I laugh about three times a day picking up the towel mat on the floor. <laughs> So uh, what we'll do now is uh, hot uh, burn your tongue laughter, right? So you have hot coffee or hot food or hot soup. Uh, so we might go for soup. I'm having soup tonight. So we scoop it in, you burn your tongue, and then you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I will give credit to one of my like laughter heroes and now friends, Robert Reverse. I, I I've never seen it anywhere else. I've seen it on one of his videos and I kind of took it and, and yeah, I love it. That that's what I like about the laughter like community as well. It's like you you just you see a little exercise, and you think actually either either you 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 use the, the the actual exercise or you like you incorporate it into something else, and it's just play, isn't it? It's just it's it's you know it's um, and telling stories. I love the story. Like when you do a class, you 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 run through a little bit of story from the start to the finish, and um, and I really like that wet wet um, bath mat. I like that idea a lot. I've never done that before, actually, in any of my sessions is, is getting people, yeah, it'd be. Yeah, it has to be like a six or seven out of ten, like not a totally blow your lid raging kind of thing. It, has, it needs to be six or seven out of ten. 
And so, yeah, usually I start with like hitting your shin, stubbing your toe, burning your tongue, and then I say, hey, what frustrates you? Um, and people come up with all kinds of stuff. It's so funny. You're like, yeah, that really annoys me too. I hate it when they put the ice pack back in the freezer without any water in. It's just like, why? <laughs> Perfect. So, um, the the obviously with laughter, the, the, you know, it, it is a it is a, a journey. You do go through the whole laughter stage, and then at the end, the, it, it's really nice to ground people. Um, now, what? I realised after I sort of meshed it out, people said, right, it'd be really nice to do a meditation. I then afterwards thought, well, actually, if you're listening to this in a car, operating any heavy machinery or doing anything that you shouldn't be meditating to or calming down, (laughs) this is the warning. Please pull over or turn the volume down because Bianca is going to share a nice little meditation, hopefully now. With your eyes still closed. Just notice the energy that's moving through your body right now. Notice the smile on your face. Notice how you're feeling in your body, in your mind. And imagine taking this energy with you throughout the rest of your day, throughout the rest of your week, and notice how taking this energy with you, the things that normally frustrate you or bother you just seem easy. Notice that each person you interact with also takes a little bit of this positive energy with them. They wear a smile on their face and it starts to pass on to their friends, their family, their colleagues and their friends and their family and their colleagues and the people that they interact with and the people that they interact with. And notice that the positive energy that you've created for yourself here today has a ripple effect and see it moving out and out and out now across the town or city that you live in, across the country that you live in and encompassing the entire globe. And just allow yourself to feel proud now for the energy that you've created and the ripple effect that that has. And coming back into the present space, notice any sounds that are around you. Notice your body being supported beneath you. You might like to bring a little movement to the body, starting with wriggling your fingers and toes. You might like to stretch a little, being mindful of what's around you. And slowly opening up your eyes. Yay! Now, if you're driving, you can carry on driving now. <laughs> oh, that was lovely. That was really, really nice. Thank you. I think it. Um, I think it's you know hopefully like the 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 joy ripple it has like from this conversation. I just feel like yeah, this has been really nice connection actually, Bianca. I really have enjoyed today's chat it's um been beautiful so so if anybody wants to reach out and get to know you more where 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 are you hanging out where am i hanging um i mostly hang on facebook um so bianca.spears you can find me on there uh same deal on instagram 
Bianca.spears is the handle on that one and biancaspears.com you can check out um yeah what I do in my coaching and my laughter work and what I've got going on over there fantastic fantastic and the final question or final thought uh, final thought Oh, YouTube, YouTube. YouTube. You want to find some laughter videos, head on, head on over to YouTube. <laughs> I've seen a few of them. They're really good. They're really good. Well worth a watch. Um, Bianca, so what three things bring you joy? What three things? Oh, uh, sunrises and sunsets, if I can categorize those as one. Um, my son, uh, my 15-month-old son, just constant joy. Uh, amongst the frustration. <laughs> no, mostly joy. Um, what else? I'm just wanting to say flowers. I think flowers bring me joy, just the colours. Well, just they're awesome. Fantastic. Bianca, thank you so much for joining me, and um, I'm sure we will talk very soon. Absolutely. Bye. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to Laughter and Positivity with Pete. To access today's show notes and exclusive content, please head over to pecan.com forward slash podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for your next dose of laughter and positivity. Until then, remember, if Pete can, you can. <laughs>